You know, uh, in Jesus' time, I don't think they had a study called psychology, but boy, there's a lot of psychology going on in the scriptures. And today's a good example. When um, this first, uh, and, and again, the scriptures don't always supply all the information, so you have to imagine, well, what's going on here? So here's the first scene. And, and by the way, I think both Filipinos and Latinos would appreciate this. Um, I don't know if you would easily stand for your kids uh, talking back to you like that, saying, I won't go. I don't think so. Maybe smack them or, you know, put some hot sauce on their lips or something. I don't know. But, but uh, I know I would have said that to my dad. Never. Never. So here's this son. The father goes up to him and says, son, go out and work in the field. No, I don't want to. Um, what's going on there? Let's say he has ADH. Or let's say he's a... Uh, in a bad mood. Let's say his girlfriend just dumped him. Let's say he had an upset stomach. Let's say he had a big headache, and we don't know. But he says, no, I won't go. But later, maybe he comes back to normalcy. Later, he goes out and does what his father asked him, works all day. The other son says right away, yeah, I'll go, and then doesn't go. So what's going on there? Maybe this one was a goody-goody. Maybe this one always said what his father wanted him to say. Maybe he was, uh, you know, uh, milking his dad for money and things, and so he, he uh, pretends to be faithful and all, but he goes off and plays. And so the question gets asked. He said, who did the father's will? And everybody gets it. He said, well, the first one, he did it. Talk is cheap. I love you so much. And then you do things that hurt the person, you know. I'll always be faithful. And then you run out with another guy or another girl, whatever. So talk is cheap. It's cheap. But Jesus is applying it this way. You know, if you took a look at the Pharisees and scribes, they dressed well. They had lots of moolah. They sat in the front of the synagogue. They had all the answers. They were well-educated. But they were proud, arrogant, whatever. Proud, arrogant, whatever. Prostitutes and tax collectors uh, were wearing everything out on their skin. They were dirt. They were in the streets. Why? Maybe it was their only survival. They say that when a woman became a widow in the time of Jesus, because she couldn't inherit, she became a prostitute or a beggar. Wow, how sad is that? But Prostitutes and tax collectors, I suspect, don't love their work. They need their work. They don't love it. They need it. Tax collectors and prostitutes, I suspect, if given a chance, they would want a better life, but they don't know the pathway to it. But then here's the mysterious and wonderful thing to happen. John the Baptist came along and started saying, Behold, the Lamb of God, follow him. Listen to him. Is this the one who is to come? And they listened. They were drawn to it. Something touched their heart and soul, and apparently they had room in their heart and soul for God to enter. And he did, through Jesus Christ. Whereas the scribes and Pharisees, they knew everything. They had all the answers. They were rich. They were smart. They were educated. Don't tell me what to do. I know what I'm... And they had no room in their heart. 
So these scriptures come alive for us, and they say, is there room in our hearts? You know, how much do we long for God in our lives? The first reading from Zephaniah says, it was the poor and the humble and the, the lowly that, that had the room in their hearts to listen. But the stubborn and the arrogant and the proud and the know-it-alls, uh, no room, no room. So today, Advent just keeps prying it back, prying it back, prying us open. Where is that room for us? Where do we still need to change? What do we need to say we're sorry for? Is there anyone with whom we should or could reconcile? Do we have to ask for forgiveness? What's the one change more than anything else that you, I, we need to make? How could St. Bernard be a better parish? Is it as good as it can be? Is it filled with faith? Who are we and where are we going? Advent asks that. And it holds up to us, I'm going to say in a saint-like way, prostitutes and tax collectors because they were open and they had the ability to listen to God. Please stand. Filled with faith and invitational trust, let us open our hearts and our prayers to our loving and living God.